0: Speaking with Brad Reed who is the president of Scott Reed General Contractors. Brad was born and raised in Madisonville Texas close to Texas A&M and he went to Southwest Texas State, when it was still called that, now it's Texas State University, where he played football and majored in business. Brad is married to Annie, who what he would call the real brains of the company, and has four kids. I'm pleased to have Brad on the show and talk about his purpose for his company and his purpose for him personally. Good morning, everyone. I'm so excited to introduce you to someone I've known for quite some time and get a chance to talk to today about some of the things that they're involved with at their company. Please introduce Brad Reed, who's the president of Scott and Reed General Contractors. And I wanted to introduce Brad because what I, I found with Brad after knowing him for so long and working with his company and enjoying that relationship we have is really talking to him about his company how they built that company to what it is today, but to also talk about what he does with his life and how he looks at others that are coming up the industry, how the industry changed, and actually, you know, what's going to be forward-thinking with construction and building with all the rumor about how will that affect our economy and the way we do business. So welcome, Brad, to my show.
1: Thank you very much. Glad to be here.
0: Good. So, I know your story, but I'd like for you to tell me a little bit about how you founded a Scott & Reed Company and a little bit about the background there.
1: Well, what a lot of people don't know is I originally started out with a small construction company when I first graduated from college, and after a few years in the early 90s, found myself unemployed, as a lot of people were. <laughs> right. So that uh, left me in a very odd position. And one day, as, as I like to say, one day I was at home in my whitey tidies watching infomercials <laughs> and was about to buy a dog training video and my phone rang. And it was one of my and Chris's mutual clients. And she told me that I should reach out and talk to Chris Scott right. about employment and so through a brief introduction we (laughs) and i got to know each other and and we began working together at an at another company Uh so from that we went and joined with a older well-established general contractor that was wanting to partner with some guys that knew the interiors game and we did that for a little while and then ultimately uh, I bought out that guy's shares of the company and it became Scott and Ray General contractors. And so this is our 28th year in business.
0: That's amazing. I've seen uh, several times that your company has been voted best place to work several times and talking about that. And I, I really want to know, what has made Scott and Reed successful? What do, you, what do you attribute not only your financial success to, but your company success to with your employees and, and how you do business? Well, I mean, it's it's
1: all about trust. I mean, we have we have a lot of employees that are extremely intelligent, extremely good at what they do. Mm-hmm. And that has been something that we have carried uh, again, it's it's been a it's been an atmosphere of when we started, it was a lot of do what you say, and right. and there was a lot of companies that apparently that wasn't the case. Uh, there was you know being a, a man or a person of your word has always meant the world to me, and we have always pushed that here. We've always pushed a and again, this is something that a lot of people talk about. They right. Talk about sense of family, having a family, and it's gotten to be almost cliche. And it's and for a lot of companies, it's not very tangible for the family aspect to read through. And here, it it really is, and you can feel it. I mean, you've been to our office; we built this office for our family. I mean, right. as, as everybody knows, we spend so much time here at an office as opposed to at home right. and i wanted a i wanted a place that we all felt comfortable we all felt invited we all felt part of the family and from that it breeds a sense of family toward our clients i mean you're a perfect example of that I mean, <laughs> we we have developed a relationship a relationship of trust we have developed a relationship of knowing that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. And then we hold each other accountable. Accountability is a huge thing in our, in our world. Right. So that transference of family to our clients has been a, a key, you know, to our success and to building relationship and client base, but building clients that are repeat clients that want you to do their work. And that's been just a huge, huge, huge part of our success.
0: Yeah. It's interesting you say it because I am one of the lucky ones that have, in my opinion, a really great relationship with your company and the people that I get to work with that Scott and Reed. But I am interested when you say, I heard a couple of things I'm always interested in is that culture has become the new, you know, it word at companies and a lot of talk about it, a lot of words, but what I found with Scott and Reed, in my personal opinion, is that they are able to live out the word uh, every day, and it's not just something they talk about, And, and not just from your, you know, office, but just to the people that you trust. Tell me about that, though. I mean, what things do you do? It's easy to say, oh, we treat people like family, and we trust, and that's I mean listen that's that's the basis of any good relationship right but what things do you make sure happen to make sure that culture stays alive cuz it's a living
1: yeah thing and right? I mean one of the things that I, I it's it wasn't probably a joke when I said it but it, it <laughs> really is the way I feel is I've always said a company that plays together stays together right and and we do we we have again, this office is geared around, of course, COVID and all of the social distancing has been trying for us because that is, again, you talk about strengths. One of our true strengths is the fact that we are so closely knit and, and a very tight ball. Right. And, and I do that because I want people to be able to depend on one another and know them not only in a business sense, but in a personal sense so that you get a truth of who that person is and who you can count on and not necessarily just who they are, but also what they're working on. And, Mm -hmm. and, and again, what, what happens is is it it creates this very tight knit information unit that is a free flow of information that it's rare that a ball gets dropped when you have that type of information flow and that free sharing of information between each other. Right. So, you know, we do it here at the office. We do fun things outside of the office. And again, I like to have fun. So I, you know, I want to have fun with everybody that's here, right. uh, but it, it does breed that sense of uh, camaraderie it, it, of a brothers and sisters and, and people that you can rely on, trust and know.
0: Yeah, I think that's so true. and I'm interested I because you have been in the business for a while and I'm sure you've seen lots of changes in your business and you probably have seen things that you, you know, glad your company doesn't do and you didn't want to do this again. So tell me, how has the business changed for, for you? I mean, how, from when you started the company to today, what's different for you that you've seen in workers and economy? Tell me about that.
1: Well, you know, when we started, I, I've always said that I'm I'm glad that we started in the worst economy. Yeah. Because a company that can make it in the crappiest economy is probably going to do pretty well in a good economy. Right. And and it has it has served us well. It's been a it's been good to have the lessons learned. You know, we we have gone through our ups and downs just like any any. Uh, company has been that's been around for any amount of time. And when you do hit those downs, you, you have to learn. You have to adapt very quickly. Going through business cycles that we have gone through has helped us. I mean, it's that... Again, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Right, And, you know, we've had, we had a close call at one point where we had a lot of public work, which has taught me that I don't do public work anymore. Uh, but, but it, you know, but it taught us a very, very valuable lesson. And, and, you know, it's interesting as people have come and gone throughout the years, where you think you've got something figured out you realize that you don't and mm-hmm. it and it makes you what's so great about that is is you learn to refocus on certain areas you learn to do things a little differently you adapt and i think that has helped us tremendously biggest changes for me obviously has been i i tell people i started my book of work out of a three ring binder well yeah some people look at me and go what's a three ring binder <laughs> uh, But that's how, you know, that's how it was done. I did a lot of my takeoff by hand, you know, on when I was bidding work. So a huge, obviously the technology has helped all industries. Right. It has been a tremendous asset to ours. It has changed my role from being in the field as much as I like to being behind a computer most of the time. That part I'm not necessarily crazy about, but it's it's a necessary evil but it's, it's obviously a huge, huge benefit to us. The part that I've seen out of the employees is as we have grown, the talent base has grown. Right. And we have, you know, we've been blessed with some just really, really intelligent, and it's funny, you know, it's, it's guys from, I mean, John Robinson who is, you right. know, well, and he's, right. turned, he's turned into my right-hand man, but you know, he was going to be a, an animal vet. I mean, that's, that was his, that was what he was going to do. And he started building houses and brought, you know, obviously his upbringing helped his days of trading cattle helped and, (laughs) uh, and then his days of building tracked homes helped. And Mm -hmm. he has brought a lot of that information and a lot of that experience and has done things that I probably wouldn't have done, meaning right. brought in training where we have the, young, the younger people learning from our, our older uh, superintendents and using those life experiences and bringing in training that we have from uh, some of the applications that we use and then having these guys really get involved and ask the right questions, meaning don't just sit there and drink from a fire hose. Right. Ask the right question and drink from the water hose. Right. And get, and get that information as you can as you can digest it not from this huge spray of information. Right. And so he's been critical. I mean it's been it's been really fun. I think one of the things that we had talked about previously is how our people have grown in the company. And that's probably one of the things that makes me most proud is that I watch guys that I have taught and worked with for 20 plus years. Right. And then I get to see them teaching and leading, and it's been um, it's been it's been a pretty pretty exciting thing to watch as the company has grown.
0: Well, one of the things I'm, I'm interested in when you said that, I, I know a little bit about John's background, but one of the things I've always been interested in as well is that not always taking what you think you need as an uh, employee. And sometimes you just find those athletes, that talent that says, you know what, they have that thing have and to, yeah. they're going to, you know, they're going to be a good employee and a good leader. And John is certainly that as, as much as I've got to work with him. But I'm interested that in you said that because I, I see the same things I hope with the bank. I don't always hire the, you know, the finance major with the best, you know, GPA or whatever. I want to find that person that's a really good athlete that, you know, has that business acumen to, to know what we need to do, but that's a really hard worker and looks at things a little differently maybe than I would right. and helps me grow our relationships in a way that I'm, I might not see without that person, right? Well, right. I mean,
1: because, and again, the, the overall goal is it's not about – me and it's not about you it's about the companies that we work for and again that's that's a different attitude than a lot of people a lot of people are about themselves and that's unfortunate Uh, that's one of the things that I try to teach the younger uh, generation is this isn't about you this is about the company and what we're trying to accomplish
0: yeah, I think that's interesting. I read one of the questions we were talking about is that one of the things you try to do is really you know give some life lessons to people, things that we may not have known or we didn't do well. And one of the things you said was, "Hey, save your money. Don't well, always have to have that instant gratification." So why don't you talk to me a little bit about that?
1: Well, there's a there's a whole lot there. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I was I was raised you know I was raised on a dairy farm and at my and I talked to you know it, it's funny we're in the middle of reviews right now so I'm doing over 130 reviews wow so I I use a lot of people know my busterisms <laughs> Buster is my daddy's name it's also right? the, name, the name of my dog but my father would would teach me life lessons when I didn't know it you know we would be grinding feed and, you know, in the, and getting ready for, to feed cattle. And, and he would, he would point to a bag and he would, you know, see that hole in that bag. You see that feed rope running out on the ground, boy. <laughs> it's like, yes, sir. He goes, holes in the feed sack, son. That's where your profits running out. Your profits running out on the floor. It might look like <laughs> a little bitty hole, but that's your profit running out on the floor. yeah right. And so I didn't realize that that he what he was teaching me at those time at that time but that has been that has served me extremely well in the development of the company and keeping money in the company and quite frankly it was how I was able to take some of my savings and some of the things that I had done and right. was able to buy out the other individual, uh, at the time so that it was just me and me and Chris. And that's, that's been, you know, that, that inability to say, yeah, you, know, you know, there's a, there's a saying just because you can afford it doesn't mean you need it. Right. And, and so there's a lot of people out there that they just have the inability to say no right. at, at, at times. And again, my wife would probably look at me a little crazy right now on some of the things that I've purchased lately, but, uh, <laughs> but growing up, that is one of the life lessons that not only my father taught me, but my, also my brother who gave me a huge opportunity when I came to Dallas to work right. for him. Right. And it was always about, you know, I, I remember my starting salary, you know, and, and, right. it, it's, me too. <laughs> it's it's funny when I talk to people these days and, you know, and I'm like, Hey, my, my starting salary was $22,500. I remember it like it was yesterday. And that right. was all, that was all the money in the world to me. Right. But it, it means, I think there's just, I think it means a lot more to people that have had to really work for it. The, the other side of what, what I would say, and, <laughs> and, and there is a going to be a common theme to this when I get done, but is, you know, the stick to yep. uh, Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I will review resumes, I review resumes almost every day.
0: Right. And
1: the first red flag that I see is a guy that has bounced from company to company one or two years. Yes. And he just has, oh man, but I got all this experience. Like, got a lot of experience coming and going. Right. You don't have a lot of experience sticking to it. And yep. that is, there's a whole lot there that. I wish that I could, and, and I have talked to a lot of people about this, and, and I've got a lot of guys that do understand it, because they'll come to me and go, so-and-so's offering me more money, and I'm right. one, I'm glad that you felt comfortable enough to come talk to me, Uh huh. Yeah. but two, here's the plan, here's the why, here's where you're at in your, in your progression here at Scott and Reed. And when I can get them to see that, then you know, you got somebody that's worth, worth their salt. Right. When, you, when you got the guy that wants to leave for an extra few thousand bucks, you didn't, you don't need that person. Right. And so when I talk to these guys about sticking with a company, growing and learning and, and striving to become an invaluable asset, you don't get that when you jump. Right. You, you're, you're not an invaluable asset. You're a number. And if that's what you want to be, you're not going to go very far. But I've always said saving money, being successful is more about hitting singles and doubles. Right. Not swinging for the fence. Yep. And, you know, yes, you're going to hit some home runs in your career. But if your on-base percentage is real high to use baseball, terms. If you're on base a lot, you're going to you're going to make money and you're going to start, you know, stack your stack is going to start growing. And then you can use that stack to make business decisions that are going to help you down the road. And so to me, all of that turns into being grateful. Again. You know, an attitude for gratitude helps on all of those things that we talked about. It's being grateful that you got a twenty two thousand five hundred dollars salary.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: And, and understanding what that means. You know, you're you're grateful that you have a job and you have an employer that is that is willing to invest time and money in you and, and you need to reciprocate that back in learning. There's there's so much about the society that we live in right now that just that they don't have that attitude of gratitude. And it's a shame because it's the, the other way is so self-serving and it's so short lived. And it's quite frankly, very, very shallow of a well to be in. And when, when I can get people to understand that, that being grateful for things and, Again, it, it helps you with saving money. It helps you with keeping a job. It helps you with so many things right, right. that it just, it's kind of the, the common thread to all of that.
0: Yeah, it's interesting you say that because I've had this conversation with a couple of people, and you and I probably are more mind like than we know, but I found that, and let me ask you this question about that because I think there's a perception that. Companies don't look out for their employees, right? And are there companies that don't look out for their employees? Of course. But I think to your point, because the relationships you build and the kind of company you are, if you find a company that's willing to do that with you, had the stick to it attitude. There are companies who you're just as good, you're just as good for them for the day, that day, right? What have you done for me lately? So I, I see some of the, the dynamics happen, and i 've always hoped that once they land in a company like yours or a company like ours, I hope that they go there's something more to this than just the money and that's yeah. that's what I hear you saying
1: well and, and again, what I try to get across to them is is the salary is one thing what we really push and part of part of our success is. I I make sure that they are vested in the profitability of the company. And right. So I tie these people directly to their profit lines on the jobs that they work on. Now it's so much better when a job makes money than a job losing money. And <laughs> every, time. every time it works every that time. way. <laughs> so when I have my reviews with people, I, I, I try to, help them remember the total compensation package because okay. people want to, again, people will focus on a very small part. The, the salary, yes, you have to be able to go home and buy groceries and pay your mortgage and all totally. of, that. of course you do. And our people are compensated in that level. The total compensation though is take a look around you take a look at the surroundings that that you work in and the environment that you work in and the true friends that you have around you and the people that will help you and the I mean oh yeah that that guy in the back office will actually pay for you to get education and yeah. you don't have to pay you know the company will pay for it right and Chris Chris and I have have believed in that from day 1 I mean yeah. we believe in continuing the education of our employees and it's it has paid off huge dividends for us.
0: Yeah. I think it's great what you guys have done in that area and I think that's one of the that's I think that's one reason why you don't have a lot of turnover and people or why you get so many resumes every day, quite frankly. People want I think people wanna work at a place where they feel valued and that they have a voice, and that's what you've been able to build. And with that success, one of the things I want to talk to you about is that you've had some success here in the the market, and I know you're going out into Houston and other areas, but tell me a little bit about your involvement in some of the – I know you've been involved with Crew for over 20 years, and then I also want to talk to you a little bit more about a newer one than how you got involved with My Possibilities. So let's talk about Crew first. How, how did well, you get involved
1: in crew, and what is it? Well, and crew, it's crew has been a huge. I mean, it's it's. I I joked with, um, oh gosh, I can't remember who it was, but I joked, <laughs> I joked with her about. I feel like I spoke at one of their at one of their luncheons, and and I said, I "Feel like we've grown up together, right?" Um, because they they've been literally this is this has been twenty plus years that we have been a major uh, sponsor of their organization. CREW stands for commercial real estate women. And it's, they obviously they got together to have a voice in a a world that had been mostly men. Right. And they have grown that so much and they help a multitude of, of people and obviously opportunities for other women, including some of our own employees, you know, I got a chance to
0: work with Maria a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I know. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, we have, we have, um, women that are, uh, superintendents, which is typically That's awesome. a male dominated role. We have women that are project managers, again, a uh, typically a male dominated role. And so they have really taken an interest in crew and then, my possibilities was an opportunity for us to get involved with their organization. My possibilities provides continuing education for adults with learning disabilities, and there's a wide range of, of learning disabilities that 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 encompasses. Michael Thomas has been a has become a friend. He is the, one of the, I guess, executive. Uh, director at My Possibilities, and he is a very dynamic individual and is really good at at what he does. But the key and what I have used when I help with fundraising through my efforts as a general contractor, I talk to a lot of the subcontractors about me getting involved with this was initially Yes, this is a this is a good organization, and this is something Scott Reed should do. Right, and and all that was true, but once you live it, and once you're really involved, you really start seeing so much more than it's a good organization. Right, you see the you see the lives that are impacted, and again, not only for the individuals that are. At the at the I mean, it's a school. It's a right. campus, like We're, a campus, right? Right? Yeah. What yeah. we have built, and what we have built, and what we are building for them is a campus. That's I mean, awesome. it's like a college setting. Yeah. And uh, so, the huge benefit for the individuals is immeasurable. Right. But when you look at the families that they have, where they can send their their son or their daughter or brother or sister. To a a facility that is state of the art, yeah. and and they 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 trust and that they're comfortable with and that they are part of, then you see how the ripple effect of the benefits of what they provide just it just shines through and it makes it very very easy to get other contractors involved with trying to help and when we build, uh, you know, again we're. We're we're scheduled to start another phase of the campus next quarter.
0: Okay, where where is the campus, Brad?
1: It's out on George Bush, like at Maple Shade and George Bush, which okay. is the actual street that is on is Maple yeah. Shade and George Bush. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean it's great great visibility. It's a I mean it's a twenty something acre campus. They they have uh, recently purchase land that are going to develop a housing division so families can build homes and be in a in a in a housing complex that has all of the support that they need for the individuals that are that they serve.
0: Sounds like an amazing organization. I can't wait to see. I I watch it on your social media a little bit about what the campus is looking like, so I can't wait to see when it's, you know, completed and and the lives that that will affect. So thank you for your involvement there.
1: My Possibilities is a pioneering four-cause organization that provides continuing education, vocational training, and job placement for adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities in North Texas. Help create inclusive opportunities. Donate today at MyPossibilities.com.
0: Welcome back. I'm here with Brad Reed, the president of Scott & Reed General Contractors. One of the things I just want to leave us with and ask you about, Brad, is, you know, you've been doing this for a long time, just like me, and... What do you want, what do you see the future of Scott and Reed, but also for Brad Reed and your family? What do you you see for yourself?
1: Well, as far as the future of Scott and Reed, we've been blessed to have such, such good quality people here. And so, you know, the company, and I've told, you know, Chris Scott and I have talked about this numerous times is Scott and Reed is so much bigger than Chris Scott or Brad Reed. Right. And the great thing is, is that, there's so many, many good people that the succession plan that is in place is solid. And so, you know, the company is is, is going to have a bright future without us in the office. Right. Not, that, not that either of us are going anywhere tomorrow. So, but, <laughs> but, uh, but that part I feel very confident about. I, I feel confident that the fact that because of the quality of people that we have, that our competition has to play up. Right. And, and I think that's better for the entire general contractor community. I like yep. the fact that we are a leader that quite frankly, I feel like we are the benchmark because I know, I know that a lot of companies look up to us and, and use us as their model. So I think, I feel like that will continue throughout the years as far as me personally I obviously I always want to be known as a good daddy and a good father yeah I want that to to be my lasting legacy business wise I've, I've always I've always you know gotten a kick out of watching people grow and watching them become leaders I've I felt like I've done a pretty good job of motivating people to do more than they thought they ever could do. And I, you know, and when I don't think they're listening, they'll surprise me and tell, tell me something that I told them 15 years ago that quite frankly I've forgotten. <laughs> uh, and and when that happens, it, you know, it obviously God's plan is is real strong and I I feel like I feel like I'm living up to a part of what God expected me to do and and so, you know, having that having that legacy of leaving lessons behind and helping people grow and, you know, grow their mind, but grow, grow who they are and and as a better person, a better man or a better woman. Yep. That to me is what I want to be. (laughs) When I leave this earth, I hope that's what I'm, I'll remember for.
0: Well, quite frankly, Brad, you will be because uh, one of the reasons you're being we're talking today is because you do have a purpose-driven life, not only for your personal life, but also for your company. And I just, you know, personally have enjoyed, you know, of course, working with all of you guys uh, as a company, but just getting to know everyone and just want to thank you for all you do in the communities that you serve. Plus, you know, being a really good company that's living out the word they say. And, and that's, that's really what our purpose is in this, in this world. So thank you so much. I, I do appreciate it. And it's great talking to you.
1: Well, good to see you and good to talk to you as well.